The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. Okay, well, welcome back to another Mom Buns Podcast. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'd like to say happy Mother's Day. And to you, my friend, um, even though we're both giggling behind the scenes because we (laughs) are recording this just slightly ahead of Mother's Day, just slightly, just to make sure that the episode gets done. Um, And in the, in the, for the listening pleasure of all you other moms. So actually we hope that you moms also had a fantastic Mother's Day and we can't wait to hear about it, whether you tell us about it on Instagram or on Facebook or, um, or messages or whatever you want to share your, your stories of Mom's Day. God, like this could, this is a whole episode in itself, isn't it? Of Like my husband like sat me down for the first time, maybe ever the other night and was like, now really, like you say you want this, you want this down to the house, like you wanted to bid on that spa package at the auction, like what do you really want for Mother's Day? And he like tried to pin me into it and I was like, no, I'm not taking this bait. The years that I have supplied you with gift ideas or the gift idea, right? like I've done that. I've gotten what I needed and like, but there's no element of surprise and he used to be such a good gift giver. I kind of wow. don't want to give into it anymore. So I hope that my husband did really well for Mother's Day. <laughs> I hope your husband, do you, does he like take the kids for you? Does, does he kind of leave you on your own or let you like, no. pay or do you have to do like spend the day with his mom? <laughs> That's a fair question. Um, even though I know like as a mom, we need a break and we need to have self-care and all those things. I really feel like it's important to celebrate Mother's Day with the people who made you mother. So I'm like, you know what, let's do that. And I married the king of surprises. So sometimes I'm like, hey, I want some really good food and then surprise me for the rest of the day. Um, but I, most of the time it revolves around food. That's what I want. I'll say I want this for breakfast or I want that for lunch or whatever. So as long as I get that, that's pretty much all that makes me happy, but I usually end up spending it with them because you can do anything on your own some other time. I mean, not anytime. Let's be real. We can't say anytime. Right. But I want to, do you guys go do your own thing or do you spend Mother's Day with the kids? Are Ready, you I'm going to hide in a guilt, in a no! guilt, shame cloud for a second. I booked a gig though, like, which was, I thought usually when I go do these kind of workshops and then a talk for uh, this conference series that I, that I speak at, the workshops are usually Monday. And then the other one is then the next day, like day one of the conferences is Tuesday and then I'm out. So when I booked it, I was like, Oh, Oh crap. I have to leave on mother's day. Oh. And then like, you know, cause I have to fly to Kansas city present and then, Um, And then I'll be home. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Like, I have to leave on Mother's Day. And then I was like, oh, that's not really a bad thing because (laughs) I like alone time. And like, and I've been home for a a while. Um, So I was like, oh, that's like, I mean, it kind of is a bummer because I don't get to spend it with the the people that made me mom, a mom. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it's kind of like I can do whatever I want in that moment. And then I- Without the guilt. Right. Without the guilt. Cause it's like, mom's got to go work, but you guys are great. Like, thank you for the flowers. I'll see you in two days. Yeah. Um, which happens in my life because I have 
to travel and speak and do things like that. So it's like, yeah, that's kind of a normal part of our routine already. But then I booked the travel and then I looked at the event schedule again and I know my day zero is actually Tuesday. So then I had to rebook travel for Monday. So I am home oh. for Mother's Day. I was home for Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I will definitely spend it with the kids. I don't know, like, I, it'll be some sort of combination of like, maybe we'll play golf. Maybe we'll go over and see my mom. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't plan that far ahead, I guess. And I'm again, waiting to be surprised, but um, hopefully I was surprised on Mother's Day. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I do like it though. I mean, it, growing up, it was Mother's Day was always a day that like my mom's family always got together. So she spent it with her kids, but she spent it with her sister and her mom and grandma and like and so I kind of do like that I'm used to kind of that family gathering get together that like for Mother's Day and Father's Day they would do that and now on Mother's Day the guys would actually do the cooking and whether it was hamburgers or I don't know if they maybe sometimes like I like take out like fried chicken you know something like that and that was but they did it and that was that was to show some appreciation for the women in their life so um you know if that was if that was the case if we all ended up at my mom's house or something like that that would be totally fine with me too that's awesome. Well, I remember when I was a, a brand new mom for my first Mother's Day, the only thing I really wanted was not to have to do bath time. Yeah. I was like, I do all the things, you know, she's still small. She was probably what, six months old at that point. And I was like, I just, I just don't want to have to do bath time tonight. Please don't, don't make me do the dinner in the bath. Like that's, that's literally all I wanted. Just and those I, little things. The small things just to take, because it's like you said, when the guys come over and they do the cooking or they, you know, get everything prepared and they cook and then they clean up and then it just takes a load off of you for the day that I think that's a very, even if there's one meal I don't have to make and clean up. I think that's a very nice gift. I think mm -hmm. that's a lovely gift. And and, you know, I'm one of those people, whether it's Mother's Day or my birthday or whatever, I'm big on the card. I'm more about the card and the kind words. Apparently that's my, uh, what is it? My love language. Yeah. And I am about the actual gift. I will take the gift. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and if that gift is like a spa day by myself, I will take the gift for sure. But it's the, hey, I appreciate you and I see you for all you're doing and I know that you have a lot on your plate and you do hard work and I thank you for it. And that's all I need really, because I will tell you, there have been times that I haven't gotten those words and I have a mommy size meltdown because I, you know, not everybody expresses themselves the same way. And my husband is very affectionate and very loving, but he's not overly gushy with like the compliments where it's like, you know, okay, all right already. So it's not, a constant, Hey, you know, you do an amazing job. He's like, you know, you do an amazing job. You know, I don't need to tell you. Right. But, but you want to hear that. Right. Exactly. You need to hear that because that's what makes me feel appreciated and, you know, loved and all those things. So that's been something that he's had to learn that that really means a lot to me, even though you could say the same thing every year in a card that says, I appreciate you and all the hard work you do. And you're a great mom and a great wife. And you know, happy mother's day. It might sound redundant, but it really means a lot coming from your person mm -hmm. or coming from your children because you do put so much into caring for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny. I'm glad you kind of, um, 
clarified that that's not something you always get because you're sitting here talking about surprises and affection and gifts and I'm like we just married the complete opposite men um <laughs> but I do hear you on the cards which is funny because it's not something that we tend to do and if there are cards exchanged I am much more flowery flowerly and like emotionally but there have been a few cards where it's been like you know thank you for you know, doing it all and that kind of thing, um, which is nice. It just, I just didn't marry that guy. So but he does, um, he really is like an act of service since we're talking about love language. I used to be a really a strong like words of affirmation because that's how I was raised mm -hmm. because my mom couldn't give us like all the things and all the quality time and things, but she always built me up with words of affirmation. And that's how my mom showed love. And I think still, like, I still want that from her. And I still am trying to get that from her specifically. Mm -hmm. um, but it's when people ask, like, how did you, you know, you, you feel, you seem like you're limitless, like you go for it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, that's my mom just always told me, like, there's a thing, go get it. You can do it. You're, you're good enough. You're smart enough. You're kind enough. Like, you're talented Dog enough. People like you. Yeah. So... <laughs> But she did, and she built me up through words of affirmation. That's something that she could give us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like my mom, I think she struggled with self-confidence issues like a lot of her life, but she never let us, or at least let me, feel that because she was behind, like, building me up. And so, again, super appropriate for the Mother's Day conversation. Like, that is just something that as a mom now, like, I look at my kids and, like, am I giving them enough to to kind of foster all of their channels of love but also like giving them that you're good enough you're kind enough you're smart enough gosh darn people like you yeah uh, praise because that's something that like it doesn't cost us anything but a thought and just paying attention and and doing that and certainly that's something that I take away from what my mom did for us and what I hope to reflect and, and I think it's true like you probably feel this too I never appreciated my mom more than like the moment I became a mother myself. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. And I think whether your mom meant to or not, she gave you a foundation, a very solid foundation in which to build yourself upon. And I think that that's, you know, whether you just wanna say to your children, like, yeah, you are amazing. Like, you know, that's, that's important. I think that's a really awesome gift that she gave you. Um, that that's now a, a tradition that you pass on to your own children. Like that's, that gives me chills. I think that's super important. Now, let me, let me go back for a second and let me just say, I did marry the man full of surprises. I did marry the man who, um, he, he's not big on flowers. He's not always, you know, he's, he's pretty good with cards, but he's not always on top of it to the point where like, we've had conversations and we've learned over the years that like, this is what I expect and this is what makes me feel good. And I'll be sad and disappointed if I don't get X, Y, or Z. He is sad and disappointed if I don't bake him a chocolate cake for his birthday. I know this, you know why? Because one time I didn't and oh goodness. So it's, you know, it's those things that you learn that now, you know, we, we both kind of over time, you understand, okay, well, to not have the same argument for the billionth time, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. So right. I just would like to make that clear that like, you know, it's not all white roses and a picket fence all the time. Oh, trust me. I, I see your text messages. Yes. <laughs> so, but I do, I think that's, I think it's really interesting. You were saying about how 
you're never more appreciative of your mom until you have kids because I am lucky enough to have two moms and they're both very different people. Um, my, I have an awesome stepmom and I have an amazing biological mom and I'm lucky enough to have both of them in my life all the time. And, um, they both bring to the table, they're very different people. So they bring separate things, um, and separate parenting skills. You know, they parent differently because they're two different people. And, um, I just think it's really interesting. Like, um, my mom, my real mom, my biological mom lost her mom when she was a teenager. So she wasn't able to have her mom around when she had a baby. So when I had my first baby, she was there for everything. Like she was there when the kid was born and she was there after. And I don't know what I would have done without her. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Like I, I had felt like I had been hit by a Mack truck and I had no idea what I was doing and I was exhausted. And it was like, oh, thank goodness. And she really jumped in because she knew that she missed that in her own life. And she didn't want me to miss out on that, which I thought that was a very nice gift to have. You know, you and I have talked before. I have a very traditional house. I cook, I clean. Um, I was doing that this morning before a podcast. <laughs> um, and, you know, my husband has a job. I stay at home with the kids. Sometimes I work, sometimes I don't. And, um, and that's how my, my other house was with my stepmom and my, my dad. And... I now appreciate her much more than I did as a child because of all the times that she was patient and didn't lose her mind. And I think some of that is because she said, you guys can go play in the other room and go do this or, you know, whatever, while I have to get this stuff done. And she didn't always like sit down and play games with us. And she didn't always play Barbies with us or whatever, but there were other things that she gave us that, you know, she gave us a safe place of, you know, somebody to confide in. And we always knew that no matter what, we could go to our mom and she would help us. And I remember there was one time that my biological mom couldn't make it to, um, to a performance. I was in a talent show at school and my stepmom lined the first row with everybody she could find in my family because she didn't want me to feel alone or sad because she knew I was bummed out that my other mom couldn't make it. And I just thought that was the coolest thing that she would go so far above and beyond, but she didn't think of it like that. And so it's like, you know, those kinds of things that you learn from your parents and from your, from your mothers specifically, where you're like, of course you would try to move the moon mm -hmm. for me, but you don't think of that, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just second nature to them. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and to us, like, if you think about doing something big and grand, it's not on that scale for your kids, you know, because that's just what you would want to do for them. Mm -hmm. So that makes a ton of sense. And I love your story about your mom being there with you when you had your first daughter, because I, I took me right back to my, I was living in Florida and my mom came in for, I think she had two or three weeks, but I delivered late. So she got there like a little bit early, you know? And so, and then by like day two or three, there's so many, so many walks on a beach you can take <laughs> trying to get a baby out. And she's like, okay, let's get this kid out. Cause I, my clock is ticking, you know? Right. Um, and, but she was, you know, she was invaluable from, um, you know, being with me in the hospital and, and through a, an 18 hour labor wow. and, and everything that into, in the emergency C-section to, being there when we got home and, and cooking. I mean, we threw my husband a birthday party like 
seven days later. Oh, get out. No, but she did it. She was like, I'll do the, I'll do the appetite. Like she did heavy hors d'oeuvres and, and she cooked and our friends came over and saw the baby and like, she did it all. All we had to do was sit on the couch and like look halfway presentable. I mean, she was, and my friends were like, your mom is great. I'm like, I know she's the best. Um, and probably the saddest day of those early days of motherhood for me was the day that she left and she went home and I sat on my couch and cried because I was like, it's just me and this baby. Like, what am I supposed to do without my mom? Uh Right. And, Uh and she's been there like for all of them. She's, you know, she's helped me immensely like through, through all of it. But like, I just remember that, that feeling of like, how am I going to do this without my mom? (laughs) Like, I don't know how yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, for that reason, it's, pretty spectacular but uh I think let's talk a little bit about uh the thing that you would do or would want to say to other moms about like not just how to celebrate Mother's Day but like is there anything that you would want to tell them um as they're no matter what stage of or how you want to celebrate your fellow mommy friends well I think that that's a really good question Um, because you and I both know that the stages, it's like a season, the stages are so different. And I think, um, some of the most crucial times I've talked to some of my family members who recently had babies, cause you, you forget, you just, you just forget. I mean, your youngest is one and I'm sure you vividly remember many things right now, but (laughs) the older they get, you forget. And I think the best thing to remember during the beginning is that it's really hard and it's okay that it's hard. It's supposed to be hard, but you need to ask for help because I think we're supposed to, you know, we think, Oh, we're supposed to be able to handle it. And we see all these people on Facebook and Instagram and like, you got it. It's fine. No, it's not fine. You're not sleeping. Maybe you can't feed your kid the way you wanted to. The expectations are out the window. If you have more kids that you, that live in your home, Like it just, sometimes it's just going to be a mess Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And that's when you need to pick up your phone and text a friend or find a a group of people where you can reach out. You have to ask for help in the beginning because I think that will just save you. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And I would even say, like, we've talked about this just on episodes of this podcast, like earlier episodes, you have to ask for help at any stage, any season that you're in. If you know, whether you're in the newborn fog, whether you're in the terrible twos or the three-nager stage huh. or, you know, or you get to a place like, like we were, you know, in, in, when we talked about my oldest son and his highly sensitive person challenges that we had to kind of uncover. So like at any stage, I think the more seasoned you get, the more open to that you are, the more kids you have, the more open you are to that help. But just knowing that at any time, like, it could be bad. Like it could, it could be overwhelming. It could be too much. And even if it's just, I, can you just watch this person or these two people for me for 30 minutes? while I do this Mm -hmm. because that would make things just that much smoother. And as a mom, you know, who, who has to ask those questions on the other end of it, I am more than happy to, when I can, to pinch hit for, for another mom. And it could be, I don't know you that well, but your kid loves my kid. You know, our kids play together or we're on the same soccer team or like, if you need something, like 
you can always come to me. If I am physically in town and like not sick in bed, you know, like if I can physically help you, I have a minivan for, you know, for that reason, right? Like I can, I can throw up two more seeds and I can take your kid for an hour so you can go grocery shopping by yourself. Like it's okay. Just call. And I feel like in, in the place and time that we live in now, like I feel like our villages are so is are much more separated than they used to be. I just don't see that. Whereas like, please, like I want to help, like I'll take your kids because I, even though I have three kids, if I have yours too, two more kids doesn't matter because now five kids will go play by themselves yeah. instead of three kids wanting my attention. So like it works out fine for me. I've got a big backyard. I got big things. So not just don't be afraid to ask for help, but ask specifically for the help that you need from yeah. people that you think will, will give it and be willing to reciprocate that for sure. So, because I think you remember, you know, it's like we were talking about, like, there are some parts of the newborn stage you don't remember, but you remember how hard it is when you made the transition from one kid to two or two to three and how it changes every time there's a kid added into your family, it changes the dynamic of everything. Absolutely. And, or if there's, you know, a kid goes to school, it's every different stage it just, it changes things. And I think like a lot of women are really um, more mindful now about supporting one another. I think the moms are also starting to band together to support one another and say, Hey, how can I help you? And like you said, you do have to be specific. I need somebody to help me figure out dinner because I just am about to lose my marbles tonight. Mm -hmm. Like, can you take my kid and let them play in your backyard for 20 minutes so that I can go to whatever and buy a frozen meal. You know what I mean? Anything. Yeah. Um, I think that's really, really important. Now, one more quick thing. I want to ask what was your favorite piece of advice that you got before you became a mom? Like what's the most memorable thing or best piece of advice that somebody gave you? Ooh, I've discovered I'm not good on the spot anymore. So next time you have to give me a little bit of a prompt, um, <laughs> give me a little bit of time to think about it. I, I, I don't know if there's one specific thing, but what I do remember crystally clear is all of the advice that you get, you kind of just sock it away. Like before you, before you have a kid and you're like, yeah, okay, I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. I understand how it's going to change my life. I understand that it's going to be completely different. I understand that I'm not going to sleep for more than two hours at a time, but with crystal clarity, the minute that we became parents, I understood then that I, what I could not, I comprehended what I could not understand before. Like, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Boom, baby. Oh, now I get it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that there was one piece of advice that stuck out, but I just remember filing it away and being like, I hear you, I hear you. I think I'm understanding the best that I can. And then when I had a child, then I was like, oh, Oh, it's so different. And you just, until that switch flips, until that baby is born, like you just don't. So if you, if there's any advice I have to, you know, uh, parents pre-baby, it is listen to it, hear it, write it down if you have to, but come back to it when you are able to then understand it. Cause it's like parenting is like a whole different language. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it, it just, it really is. And like, and how that light bulb turns on for you. So I don't know. Do you have something that like that you heard before and then it was, it was always true? No, I mean, not necessarily. I think I'd piggyback on what you said is that like, the following your mom gut, 
because you don't have that before, literally and figuratively. Yeah, figuratively. Um, <laughs> and then it's like, you don't, there's no way to explain it. Like you said, like you're thinking, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know. I'm going to be in charge of a person. They're going to let me leave a hospital with this little tiny being. But there is something inherently in you that just emerges when you have a child. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I don't think that's going to be good for her or him, or I think we should do it this way. And somebody once told me, don't listen to anybody else's advice just do what your gut says. And I think that's, I've had to use that at the most difficult times of parenting. And I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that's really, really good. That's really, really good. Um, okay, I would like to ask you if I can dedicate this episode and maybe you would like to dedicate this episode on behalf of one or more moms that you know that are maybe new moms or, um, or what have you. So, but I know that I would like to dedicate this new Mother's Day episode to someone who is celebrating her very first Mother's Day. And that is one of my dearest and oldest friends. Her name is Rachel and her yeah. baby is came a little bit early. Um, so he surprised us all a little bit early. And, um, and so she's going through challenges and things that I didn't, um, I don't understand and I didn't do in the NICU. And it's been really hard for me to relate to that um, in some ways because sometimes it's big and scary and I, and I don't want to, I don't know how to help. And I think we were just talking about that. So um, anyways, I just wish her the, the, the best first Mother's Day she could have. And I know that we get to celebrate a lot more Mother's Days in the future. So if she's listening, this oh, one's for you. Yay. I love that. Oh, I, I can't top that. You could try. <laughs> but... <laughs> I could try, but I don't think I can. I, I, I'm digging it. I, you know, there's a lot of new moms in our extended family. And I would like to just shout out to them and all of their first Mother's Days and say that, you know what, no matter what, if you didn't shower today, you didn't brush your teeth, but you kept your kid alive, you're killing it. Killing not, it. Not, not killing your kid. No. You're killing, killing you're, the mom game. You're killing the mom game. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Let's be clear there. Yeah. Let's then I just wanted to, yeah. Yes. That. Anyways, um, and to all of you moms in the Mom Buns pod family. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, we had lots more planned for you and we hope that you um, come find us on at mombuns.life on Instagram and mombuns.life, the website, and come find us and let us know how you celebrated Mother's Day. And if, uh, if it was a thumbs up or a thumbs medium, um, and if you have something to say about it, then find us on anchor.fm because then you can actually leave us a message. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear <clears throat> if, uh, how your mother's day was, if you could leave us a voice message. So, yes. I mean, even if it's a disaster, you know, we've all been there. We've all sure. been there. Just tell us, share it with us. Cause you know what? We can relate. Trust us. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns Podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.